Hey, are you a business owner, entrepreneur, or professional? If so, we want you to apply to be a featured guest on our show. My name is Adam Torres, and I host the Mission Matters series of podcasts. I've recorded over 3,000 episodes, and we are just getting started. How do you know if you'd be a good guest to be on the show? Well, only one way to find out, and that's to apply, but I'm going to let you in on a little secret. We want guests that have a story to tell, guests with a brand, a product, or a service that can benefit my audience of listeners. If this sounds like you, go to missionmatters.com and click on Be Our Guest to Apply. I'd love to talk to you and get to know more about your story. Again, head on over to missionmatters.com and click on Be Our Guest to Apply. All right, now let's get into the show. Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Mission Matters. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, missionmatters.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so I have Ivan Babek on the line, and he's formerly the president, CEO, and co-founder of Caden Resources, which sold for $205 million in 2014 Canadian dollars. Um, today, he's the chair and director of Fury Gold Mines, president and CEO of Sombrero Resources, and chair and director of Tier One Silver. Uh, Ivan, welcome to the show. Thank you. Great to be here, Adam. Nice to meet you informally. All right, so uh, I'll tell you, we got we got a lot to cover today, uh, and I'm excited to get into this with you today. So, um, I mean, you're an entrepreneur in exploration. You've had multiple successes already, um, first being Keegan Resources, which is now called uh, Galliano Gold, um, and, it's produce, and it's a producing mine company, and then the second, Caden Resources, um, which you sold to Agnico Eagle in 2014 for just over $200 million Canadian dollars, um, and now you're keeping busy. You got a lot of other exploration companies that you founded and you have going. Talk to us about the strategy um, behind creating four separate companies. Sure. Well, it's a it's a lot of work, but um, you know, in in our space in the mining exploration sector, which is the commodity sector itself, we go through bear markets and bull markets. And the last success you mentioned, Caden, which we sold for just over 200 million to Agnico Eagle in 2014. It happened at the end of the bear market, and we took that success, which obviously made a lot of our shareholders a lot of money, including ourselves, and we rolled into a company called Warren Resources to go find some of the world's largest gold, copper, or silver mines. And we basically went shopping around the globe, and we ended up in Canada and down in Peru and Chile looking for the world's largest mines during the bear market when many people were doing this or capital was very hard to come by. So being somewhat contrarian, we were positioning ourselves for what's going to happen next. And we think we're going to enter one of the world's most limited bull markets and commodities that we've ever seen. Why four companies? Well, Orin Resources was the company that followed Cata Resources. Um, this company was the one where we raised over $100 million from 2015 to 2020. And we spent it with some of the world's smartest geoscientists who all came predominantly from Newmont to go find these big mines. And basically, if I use the real estate analogy, we bought a lot of waterfront in California, you know, by L.A. or down by Newport or Laguna Beach prior to it being developed or being an attractive beach or so we think it will. So we went out and bought real estate 
we got all these projects to the stage of where they could be drilled and major discoveries could happen, and that's what we're trying to achieve here. Um, the first company that you've referenced, Keegan Resources, was our first big win. We started the company in 05, and four years later, we stock went from $0.50 cents to $9 per share on a big gold discovery in Africa. We have increased that target goal of a magnitude of 5 million ounces of what we found at the time. We're looking for something much bigger with a much bigger team. And the fourth company, Torque Resources, this company was formed back in 2011, so a decade ago. And my partner, Sean, and I, we just we don't stop on our companies until they become a success for shareholders. So, so far... We are two for two on things that we've done. We've mm-hmm. split a company into three because we had silver assets, gold assets, and copper assets in one company. It's very hard unless you're producing, which we're not. That's not our model to get paid for all three in one company. But each asset that we have is big enough to stand on its own. And then Torque is something that we started that we are finally getting to the point of acquiring some major assets for as we enter this bull market. But it was forward thinking. It was, you know, putting your money or our money where our mouths are and getting some of the smartest geologists we could find on the planet to be really aggressive before the commodity cycle turns up, which we think is somewhat imminent. So Sombrero Resources is the company that you chose to be the CEO of. Um, What is it about the Sombrero Copper Project in Peru that really hooked you? So, uh, great question. And, you know, it... I chose it as you would choose your favorite child. Uh, I have two children, <laughs> and I can't, I, I can't choose my, my – they're all my children, right? Good way to go back to title on that one, <laughs> Ivan. Well, <laughs> you know, um, a, a lot of people have resonated with Sombrero, and it did sustain a two $300 million market cap in Oren at the time because uh, it's really exciting. Each company has an amazing asset like this, but Sombrero was new. It's down in southern Peru. It's an analog to a $100 billion-plus ore body called Las Bombas, which is the 10th largest copper-producing mine in the world. And it's something where people have missed it. You know, some people have scratched the surface looking for iron. They found a bit of copper gold, and everybody vacated this area because they thought this part of Peru had the wrong age of rocks. So it was the wrong place to be geologically to keep it real simple. We had some foresight. We have these brilliant geoscientists, Dave Smith and Michael Hendrickson, who said, look, guys, we think this could actually be like the big mine next door that I referenced, Las Bombas. And to make a longer story short, after a year and a half of scraping the surface, you know, taking a lot of samples and doing the geoscientifical work, it looks like it could be just as big or bigger than that mine next door. And uh, it looks like it could be really rich as well. Um, this company is not public yet, though. It's the third company to come public from when we spun out Warren into three companies last October. And what we're waiting for is access from the local communities. We've done a huge amount of social work, and we have a huge sustainable you know, presence there, a lot of social programs, a lot of big contributions. We're building a relationship with people that will be affected by this mine if we find it for many decades or centuries to come because of how how impactful it will be. And obviously, we have to be very respectful and careful of how we integrate, but we're at the mature stages of where we believe we'll get access here, which will lead to us drilling it, and I think Sombrero will start trading in the fall. So why Sombrero over a few gold mines, Tier 1 silver or Torque resources? Um, It would have been the most disruptive if I had gone 
to any of the other companies because of the two years of working, you know, running Sombrero, working with the communities, setting that up with, you know, the audience and everyone else. It would have been, you know, very disruptive. So it was more of a disruptive challenge. I was the executive chairman, co-founder of Oren Resources prior to splitting and creating Sombrero Tier 1 and Fury. And so, you know, my biggest involvement happened to be on that project. But, you know, I'll say this, Adam, you know, that, that's an incredible, huge copper gold opportunity in southern Peru. Copper is a metal we're going to need a lot more of and we're running out of globally right now as we grow and modernize and electrify the planet with electric cars. It's a very compelling case. It has low risk and a huge probability factor because copper is very easy to explore. If you can sample it for hundreds of meters on the surface or kilometers or miles on the surface, it generally is right there or homogeneously. If you drill it, it's underneath where you walk on it, right? Gold can be tricky. We have an incredible gold portfolio in Canada. We chose Canada because it's the safest, easiest place to go. And all of the gold projects in Fury Gold Mines, they're really rich. They have a really high grade, over seven grams. If that number means anything to you, but in our world, you know, generally gold mines are around one gram or so, these seven gram, you know, plus gold mines. Um, but Canada is an area, this vast area that is largely explored and underexplored at the same time. And I'm a gold bug first. That's how I entered this business. So that is my gold bug story and the profile of what it could be. It has a project called Committee Bay, which we're going to start drilling actually this week here in the middle of July. And it has a chance to deliver one of the world's bigger gold discoveries that it's seen in the last few decades. So another compelling story that would rival the potential outcome of Sombrero. Thirdly, Tier 1 Silver, this was a cool story because it was the first project created by in Tier 1 Silver that we acquired about five years ago in Peru when we first got to Peru. Five presidents later, and it proves an amazing place. They're just getting through their election. It's got the best endowment globally and probably the most opportunity to find some of these big discoveries. But it came by a concept from our geologists that were from Newmont, you know, the largest coal company in the world. They were on a trend. They sampled, and it was right next to some of the world's largest mines, mines that would rank number three, four, and five in the world. And they started finding, you know, kilograms of silver and up to a kilogram of gold on surface. And when you go to a mining trend where there's a series of mines like pearls on a string in a row, and you start to see, you know, what we call bonanza grade, but ridiculously high grade, very rich, you know, at, at like a jewelry box on surface over a vast area on a major mining trend. That's where it gets really exciting. And now we just started drilling that a few weeks ago. So, you know, another world-class opportunity. And lastly, I'll talk about real briefly, is Torque. Torque is a copper-gold-focused company. It was hunting for a decade for the right asset to go find a sombrero, to go find a committee bay, to go find something uh, as Curry Baya in Tier 1. And it's focused down in Chile. And again, in Chile, some of the largest mines in the world exist, and the people we're working with down in Chile have found and sold, you know, assets for $3, 4000000000 billion, major mines down there. So they've got the early start towards acquiring some of the world's best copper gold assets in Chile, and by the fall, they should start drilling those assets, and that will point us to the game plan. Um, we don't like producing. That's not what we wake up for in the morning. We like the treasure hunt and the lottery ticket type return you can get on finding a major mine. And size matters to us. 
your price performance matters to us. So each of these opportunities that I've explained, you know, what we shoot for in the share price, people say I shouldn't do this, but not because I'm not allowed, but, you know, we're looking for $30, $50 a share price in return from the $0.60 cents to $1.50 share price that we're trading at. That's the kind of swings we're taking, quantified by how big the opportunities in each company, as well as the anticipated bull market in commodities. And obviously, there's risk with that, but we mitigate the risk because each company has usually three or four opportunities. So if one doesn't work out, one of the other ones might. No, that's great. It's a great overview, and you weren't joking when you said you are busy. <laughs> um, but I, but I, like, I, I, I like the approach um, of diversifying these these um, these different um, these different companies. Number one, but also as you mentioned, each company has multiple assets that it's presumably um, looking to um, you know looking to cash in on. Really, um, on some of these under on either undervalued or assets that were overlooked, as you mentioned with, with a couple of mines um, and your geologists doing what they do to uncover like real value there, real potential value. And then um, combine that with your process of really um, forming those deep relationships in the areas where, um, as you mentioned, the local, um, the, the people that live there are going to be affected by the mines and by the, um, and by the production, other things like that. I mean, really, it sounds to me like you're covering all bases here. Absolutely, and I've been doing this for 22 years. I do this now by choice, and uh, it's because of the first two successes. It, it gave us a lot of opportunity, but the gratification of making a major discovery, I mean, I'm a very large shareholder in the companies. I've put in a lot of my own capital and so my partners into these companies, but the biggest gratification of finding a major mine is, one is making the money in the return. The other one is impacting lives in a positive manner. Like we did our first company, 8,000 people were affected, are still affected by the gold mine we found. Their standard of living improved considerably. A lot of people will make it to get formal educations, better health care, and, and several different dietary things that we can improve with agricultural programs. Being part of that is, is super gratifying, and it's fun. I'll be honest with you, it's my passion. Why am I so busy right now? Because I love what we do, and even more importantly, I love the team around me, the people, my partners. Every person in our company has a strong, incredible strong work ethic and desire to perform at way above their pay grade or their, you know, expected, you know, workday. And from that perspective, we have an incredibly strong culture which allows us to go after these huge discoveries. And look, I've done this for 20 plus years. I do invest into our companies from time to time. And some of the people that have worked at our pace and our caliber, they're in their 60s, 70s. There's a big generation gap. There's very few people that have the same caliber of an outfit that we have or the tenacious perseverance to go after the real big one. And I'll be honest with you, I'm not trying to make money. I'm trying to make history with these discoveries. And the money part came early. We're very shareholder-minded, so shareholders have done very well with us in the past. And so now we're trying to go make that mark where we can find a mine. Maybe it's Sombrero. Maybe it's Caribbean. But something that you will hear about, you will talk about, there might even be a movie about it one day, you know, if we really make that discovery, we want to leave our mark. And, you know, copper is a very critical metal going forward for a cleaner planet. We're very proud of that. So is silver, used heavily into solar panels and everything else that, that goes to a lot of various electronics. But from that perspective, being part of the solution 
of a problem that's growing considerably where the planet is running out of metal in places that it's easy to mine it or easy to find it. And so being in this business for over 20 years, you look at it and you say, well, here's an opportunity. Every commodity is out there is likely going to go up because we're running out of supply. And I'll give you one statistic that's pretty cool. Um, I believe you're in Los Angeles, and there's a lot of electric cars. I live part-time in Newport Beach, and, you know, all of you driving electric cars, the whole world drives about 3% is saturated with electric vehicles right now. And if you double that to 6% today, there's no copper left in any mine on the planet. And the anticipation is that in 2030, we're going to be through 7.8% electrification in vehicles on the globe, right? And it's a hard statistic to believe. It's a hard statistic to understand. But if you have a computer, if you have a do renovation on your house, if you're going to buy a new condo, the amount of copper that's being consumed, not just by China overseas as they grow their economies and India is coming online, but just even in local North America, it's substantial. And, you know, we've spent over $100 million in the last five years across our group, across our companies, or specifically in Oren primarily, trying to go find major copper mines, and it's not easy, which tells us that if you find something, that $30, $40, $50 share price could be fully tenable, and you could deliver that kind of return to investors if we're successful. Fantastic. Well, Ivan, I have to tell you, this has been uh, great having you on the show today. If somebody's interested in learning more about your companies or connecting, um, what's the best way for them to do that? Okay, group of companies, purygoldmines.com, real simple, F-U-R-Y-G-O-L-D-M-I-N-E-S.com, tier1silver.com, T-I-E-R-O-N-E-S-I-L-V-E-R.com, and sombreroresources.com. So any of my companies are very easy to find that I've spoken about today, and I look forward to any questions anyone has. Just reach out to any of the companies, and we'd be happy to tell you how exciting and where we are in that huge adventure to go find the world's next major mind. Awesome. Love it. Um, well, Ivan, again, uh, thank you for coming on the show today. It's been a pleasure um, having you on and learning more about your companies. And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. Hope you learned a lot. If you did, don't forget, hit that subscribe button. We definitely want you to be a return uh, listener and visitor. Um, don't want you to miss out on anything. And Ivan, thanks again for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Real pleasure.